All right. Colossians chapter 2. And I want to look at one verse, but I want to look at the B part to the verse. Uh, maybe the C part to the verse. Yeah, the C part, B part to the verse. And so um, let's go to verse 13 just for context reasons, okay? If you have it, amen, say amen. All right, here we go. And when you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions, having canceled out the certificate of debt consisting of decrees against us, which was hostile to us, and he has taken it out of the way, and this is right here, this is where I want this is where I want to hang my hat right here tonight. Having nailed it to the cross. That's what I want to talk about tonight. He nailed it to the cross. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, he nailed it to the cross. 2021 has been a different kind of year. For all of us, COVID-19 has our life up and down. We've had some good days and we've had some bad days. Issues, circumstances, losses, wins, highs, lows, breakthroughs, blessings, and the list goes on. Today, you may be saying, I'm going to do better in 22. And the only way for you and I to do that, to get a fresh start, is to have what I call a reset, a renewal, and reclaim what the enemy has tried to rob you of. I'm going to say it one more time. You need to start fresh. You need to hit the reset button. You need to hit the renewal button. And you need to hit the reclaim button so that you can begin new for 22. Today, what I really want to do is what I really want to show you. What I want to do is take you on a journey. On how to do that. How do we take it to the cross? How do we nail it to the cross? Everything that could possibly have happened to you this year. I want you to start thinking about some of those hurts. Some of those hangups. Some of those situations and tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to release these things so that we can live victoriously for this new year. The question is, why should we focus on the cross 
on the last day of 21. Because, and you may want to write this down, because the cross is the only way. The cross is the only guarantee that you have for a better new year. I'm going to say it one more time. The cross is the only guarantee that you have for a new year. Can I tell you what the cross does? The cross heals. The cross delivers. The cross sets free and the cross can bring you to a place. You see, what we need is a place where we can throw all of our trials and throw all of our trash and throw all of our situations. But, But the cross is not just for that. The cross is also for triumphs. The cross is where you can thank God for what he has done for you and where he's taken you. And I want to say to somebody here today, only until you come to a place where you can take it to the cross. I wish I had somebody. Will you realize that you're ready to release the hurts and ready to forgive and ready to let go and ready to be set free? The cross that Jesus died on. The cross, hallelujah, that he was made to bear. And all of us have a cross to carry. The Bible says you got to take up your cross daily and follow him. And so you can't take it into the new year if you don't take it to him in prayer. We find in this passage, in this particular book, the book of Colossians, what, what had happened here in this book, false teachers had crept into the church. and They were teaching a different doctrine. They were teaching the people about how to go back to the old way of life. Can you imagine? God has given us a new life but there's going to always be somebody who's trying to get you to live like you used to live. Are you with me? And that's what's happening here. And these, these false teachers had crept into the church and they were trying to get the, the, the new Christians to go back into living the old way. Paul says, what's going on? Why are you guys, amen, uh, living like you used to live? Why are you going back to the old way? Why are you listening to all this other stuff, amen, when I have helped you to come to know Christ and to live differently? If you look at chapter, chapter 2, verse 1, he says, For I want you to know how great a struggle I've had on your behalf and for those who are in Laodicea. And for all those who have personally seen my face, Paul says, verse 6, he says, Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up and establishing your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. Watch verse 8. And if you're going to do this, if you're going to nail this stuff to the cross in 22, If you're going to nail it to the cross and if you're going to live victorious in 22, pay attention to verse 8. Verse 8 says, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy. And what? 
empty deception according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the word, rather than according to Christ. Anything that does not have Christ attached to it is according to the world. Can I tell you something? The world wants you to get caught up in 4X and uh, cryptocurrency and got you caught up in all kinds of stuff that will drag you and pull you away from what you really know. Now listen, if you want to be a billionaire, if you want to be a billionaire, join me on Sunday. I'm going to show you how to do that. But I want to say to somebody here today, be very careful because the enemy knows that you're getting closer to God. And the closer you get to God, you got to remind yourself that, that the enemy is going to try to bring a different kind of teaching your way. They were getting misinformation. They were new creatures in Christ, yet they were being told that they had to live the old way. And so I encourage you today to pay attention to what you listen to this year. Are you with me? So the question is now, what, what, how do we do this, Pastor? How do we nail it to the cross? Let's look at four things real quick. Verse 13, let's go on straight to verse 13. He says what? He says, look, he says, after he told him, be careful. Now he says, now here's what's going on with you, okay? He says, here's, here, here's what's going on with you. He says in verse 12, he says right here, Paul says, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised up with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. Verse 13, he says, and when you were dead in your transgressions and, uncircumcised, uh, and, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, what he's, what he's alluding to is the fact that before Christ we were dead. We were dead men and women walking around. We were living our lives according, listen, listen, New Year's Eve, you know where we're getting trying to go. <laughs> Amen. We're trying to find us a club. We're trying to get us some champagne. We're trying to get us some drinks. Listen, we're trying to turn up. Amen. That's the old life. I wish I had somebody. But, but you can still have fun in the new life, by the way. He says he made you alive. See, there's a difference when God makes you alive and when you think you're living wish I had somebody. He says he made you alive together with him. So in other words, your new life is together with Christ and you can be victorious this year and in the years to come. Why? Because you have been made alive together with him and then you and I have been what? Forgiven. Thank God for forgiveness. Thank God that no matter how much I may suffer and how much I may go through, thank God that I am what? Forgiven. And so I want to say this to you. You got to remember this. No matter how many times you mess up, you got to remind yourself I've been forgiven. I'm going to say it one more time. Try saying it. I've been forgiven. You may judge me, but I've been forgiven. You may say you ain't this and you ain't that, but guess what? God says I'm alive. And guess what? My eyes are open. I can see clearly now, but guess what? I've been forgiven. 
And, and, and you got to know that one of the key things to understanding how to nail it to the cross comes in verse 14. He says, not only have I been forgiven, but see, what you and I didn't realize is that prior to Christ, we had a debt that we owed. The text says, having what? I thank God that that word cancel means to wipe out. It means to erase. The certificate there is a debt of a legal note. In other words, we had mortgaged our lives. And Christ came in and paid it in full. So when you nail it to the cross, the first thing you got to know is our debt is paid in full. Write that down. Our what? Our debt. When you nail it to the cross tonight, I want you to walk up here to this cross and I want you to say, God, I thank you that my debt has been paid in full. You see, you and I didn't realize that we owed God and we owed him so much so that it was impossible for us to pay him back. So God had to send Jesus to die on the cross so that we would be set free. Isn't it good to be debt free? And can I help you with something? I know we're talking about our salvation, but I'm asking you right now, and I'm saying something to you right now, that we're going into 2022 debt-free. We are no longer owing God for our sins and our shortcomings, broken promises and mess-ups. We are debt-free. The Mosaic law says that it, that it puts God's debt on us, and it requires payment. But tonight, I'm free. Tell your neighbor, paid in full. Tell your neighbor, it's paid in full. I can nail it to the cross because it's paid in full. And if I were to say something to you today, I would say this. You ought to go into 2022 saying, it's paid in full. My debt has been paid and I nailed it to the cross in 21 so whatever you're trying to chase me down for I don't owe anything I can go to sleep at night because my debt has been paid in full aren't you glad Aren't you glad that you didn't even know you had a debt, but God knew you had a debt and he paid the debt for you. And here you are now in your right mind, walking around, experiencing the blessings. And don't you not know, don't you know that it's because your debt has been paid in full because it's been nailed to the cross. My debts are paid. It's been nailed to the cross and I can be free. How many of you are free tonight? How many want to be free tonight? My debts are paid. And then he says, it consisting of decrees against us. Ain't that something? Which was what? Hostile to us. So the things that we owed was hostile against us. We were hurting us. But what did he do? Having what? Nailed it. 
To the what? Tell your neighbor our debts are paid in full. But let me help you with something. You ready? The next thing he's nailed to the cross is our past pain. Listen, you could decide if you're going to go into 22 with all that pain. Because the text says it was hostile against you and you have to decide whether or not tonight you're going to put on that blank piece of paper. Lord, I put my pain here and I'm going to take it to this cross tonight and I'm going to nail it to the cross because my debts are paid and now my pain is paid for. You got to decide whether you're going to live in pain. You're going to got to decide whether you want to punish yourself when God has forgiven you. God has released you. Our past sin brought pain. And all year long, the sins that we have happened to fall into, that too has been forgiven. When you took communion tonight, you nailed it to the cross. <laughs> Try to help you. I'm going to say it one more time. When you took communion tonight, you nailed it to the cross. Your pain has been nailed to the cross. Now what you have to decide tonight is whether or not you're going to continue to live in it. I thank God that when he nailed it to the cross, he nailed what? Our debt has been paid in full. Our past pain has been, has been dealt with. And watch this. The next thing is our present problems. <laughs> Our present problems. May I ask you something now? Now you need the whole pad. What present problems do you have? If God has canceled the certificate of debt consisting of decrees against you, what is so deep about what you're dealing with right now that you can't bring it and nail it to the cross tonight? Is it your finances? Hallelujah. Is it your relationship? Is it your loss? Is it your hang-ups? Is it your hurts? What present problems do you have that Jesus cannot fix today? He can fix it. He can fix it. You know why he can fix it? Because when he died on the cross, he died for your sins past, present, and future. So therefore, no matter what you do to mess up, it's been paid for. It's been nailed to the cross. And I thank God that in 2021, I got a new mind. But in 22, I'm going to keep nailing it to the cross. I'm going to find a way because we got some more crosses around here. And I'm going to keep coming every week and I'm going to keep nailing something to the cross. I want to tell you the last point and I'm about to go home is that not only is our debt paid in full, not only is our past pain on the cross, our present problems, but lastly, our future possibilities. Our future possibilities can go on the cross because God is a God of possibilities. God is a God who's in control of your future. The way of the cross there are 15 pictures, 14 pictures to the cross. You see, you got to understand how serious but how amazing the cross is. You see, the cross is where Jesus was condemned to death. 
But thank God that when he was going to the cross, he was looking at my future. You see, at the cross is where, come on somebody, I first got my sight. And the burdens hey, rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I'm happy all the day. And I'm saying to somebody here tonight that you got to stand up and pick one foot up and stop complaining about what you're going through and realize that there's a cross behind you. And there's a cross that Jesus went to. And at that cross, he did it for you. Not only did he do it for you, do it for you, but here's what I'm trying to say to you tonight, that you got to take everything, every bad experience, every trial, every situation, every circumstance, whatever it is, and you have to remind yourself that you have a future of possibilities. Don't be so focused on the hurts where you can't focus on the possibilities. He was condemned by Pontius Pilate. He was nailed to that cross, y'all. He died on that cross. He was taken down from that cross. He was put in a borrowed tomb. But that's not the end of the story, you see. You see, early Sunday morning, he got up with all power. I can't talk about the cross without going to the cross. And I want to say to somebody here today, no matter what you're going through, you got to nail it to the cross. You got to nail every bad thing that has happened to you. Every bad experience that has happened to you. Every hurt, every hang up, every circumstance and say, God, I'm going to nail it to the cross. But when you nail it to the cross, don't you go picking it back up. You put it on the cross and you leave it there and you turn your back and you say, God, I give it to you because 22, I'm walking in freedom. 22, I'm walking in victory. 22, I'm walking in favor. 22, I'm walking with, with my head up with my hands lifted up praising you 22 I'm going to overcome whatever the devil say I can't do why because I nailed it to the cross one of my favorite television shows when I was a child was six million dollar man I don't know if y'all remember six million dollar man the show was about an astronaut pilot named Steve Austin y'all remember Steve Austin Austin was one, was in a terrible accident and he, mess, he was messed up pretty bad. And as a consequence, he was wheeled into a top secret operating room. The room was filled with surgeons and nurses and uh, they were there stabilizing him in the midst of chaos and drama. A loud voice said, we can rebuild him. The doctors uh, started to take his limbs and attach his original limbs with constructed bionic limbs. At the end of the surgery, Austin appeared, appears as he looks like an average person, but in reality, he was not an average person because his new body enabled him 
to do stuff that others couldn't do. I love the story because when Austin was at his lowest point in life, a group of doctors decided that they not only could rebuild him, but they could make him better. That's good news to me. That despite all that I'm going through in my life, I'm glad that there's somebody who believes that they can pick me up. They can turn me around. They can make me better. But I got to nail it to the cross. I got to nail my old life to the cross. I got to nail my old mind to the cross. I got to nail my old attitude to the cross so I can be better. Do I have a witness? And tonight, tonight, what I want you to do now, take your sticky and write whatever you need to write. It doesn't always have to be hurts. But it could be what you want to do in 22. It, but you, before you can go to the future, you got to deal with your past. And if you're here today and you have not nailed your original sin to the cross, if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus into your heart and your mind and your soul, you can do that tonight.